0: Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit Surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that is designed to help you improve your business it's designed to help you think about your business i think today life is so crazy and so fast paced that we don't spend enough time thinking about the remodeling business and we have designed this simple little podcast so that every couple of weeks you get a ten to twenty minute segment that really takes different topics for you to be able to reflect on it allows you to think about your vehicle as a little mobile university and be able to improve and certainly grow. The topic I want to get into today, I think, is especially timely, certainly any time of the year, but especially this time of the year. And I'm going to be focusing on resolutions, New Year's resolutions. You know, I think this whole subject, and most of us are pretty familiar with New Year's resolutions, the reality is, I think statistically, when you look at surveys, the majority of new year's resolutions are not actually successful but i think as you think about yourself personally as you think about your business there's a lot of lessons that we can go back and forth from each that i think help you to really take your remodeling mastery to the new to a new level so i'm going to give you i think in the course of the next short amount of time ten different ways i think that i see people and business leaders fail, or succeed when it comes to New Year's resolutions. And I think as you're thinking about this, I encourage you to listen to this podcast again, but also look at it like a checklist. Go down each one of these items that I'm going to be talking about and just ask yourself, how do I measure up? Does this hit a chord from the reason maybe I stumbled in previous years on other resolutions? So the first one I want to spend a little bit of time talking about is you have to take, I think, proper inventory. You know, I think a lot of people, when I speak to them about what they're resolved to do in the coming year, they oftentimes will blurt out a particular resolution or two. But I don't think it's really based on facts and figures. I think it's all, all oftentimes just based on emotions. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is more than anything, take some inventory, inventory of the particular area in terms that you want to improve. Go back and study the numbers. Study your time, how you're spending your time. Study your team, the different elements in terms of what you have within your business. You also need to do this in terms of your personal life, studying sort of the level of stress and certainly your levels of health. And I think if you look at more of the facts and figures based on the inventory, the likelihood that you're not going to end up with a resolution that is really not necessarily warranted is really much better. The second element that I see quite a lot of in terms of reasons that oftentimes resolutions are not necessarily successful is that they don't necessarily have a strong enough why. Now, this almost sounds a little bit patronizing for me to say to someone that wants to, let's say, lose 10 pounds or increase profitability or add two or three team members to the organization in this coming year, why would I say that there's not a strong enough why? The reason is it's oftentimes that why, that passion, that really gives you the fuel when, in fact, I think some of the emotion sort of dies off. So what I encourage, whatever those resolutions are, whether they're personal or whether they're professional, actually make a list of whys behind it. For example, on a very simplistic personal level, if one of your resolutions was to lose 15 or 20 pounds, make a list of all the reasons why. It's not just it would make you feel better. It might reduce your medical costs. It might also allow you to live longer. It might also give you, I think, more pride when you're looking in the mirror. So if you make a whole list of the whys that you want to be resolved to something, the likelihood that you're going to be more successful achieving it, I think, is much, much greater. The third element that I want you to think about when it comes to resolutions, it's very important not just to look at the snapshot of the next 90 days, six months, or one year. I think when you're coming up with resolutions, it's very, very important to think about the very long term, long term being several years out, if in fact you achieve that resolution, the medium term, medium term certainly this whole year coming up in 2017, but also I think the short term effect of that resolution. And I think if you look at, almost like a lens, you zoom in on the short term, you look at the medium term, and then you have a wide angle of the long term, and write down what those different elements might be, I think you're going to have some clarity with respect to the resolution itself. The fourth element when it comes to resolutions that I think is very important is you've got to adjust and change and you've got to ask yourself, what do I need to do to change so I can be more successful with this resolution? If, in fact, that you want to have more time to do certain things, working on your business, more time with your family, you want to lose weight, whatever those things are, chances are, unless you change your patterns, you will probably not be very successful with that. So, for example, if one of your resolutions is to be able to have more time to develop your leadership team or develop certain individuals of your company, I would encourage you to look at your schedule and start to organize your schedule in such a way so that you can make more appointments, not only to them, but to yourself, to achieve the goals. If, in fact, you adjust the patterns you will most likely create a context or environment that will allow you to be successful. You know, oftentimes you've heard sort of the adage before that, uh, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing as you were doing before. So you might have a really strong why. You might have a really strong resolution or goal, but if the environment that you're trying to achieve this particular resolution or goal has not been adjusted, the chances are you're going to be successful at it or much less. Number five is the adage that I talk about quite a bit, and I've done podcasts on this subject, and I've gone very deep, and I'm not going to go too deep today, but it's very important, I think, that you realize that you need a plan. It's great to talk about a resolution, it's great to talk about a goal, it's great to talk about all the whys behind it, but you also need a roadmap. You also need to a plan to be able to achieve that. You know, you've heard the adage before, fail to plan, plan to fail. Well, I think this very much holds true when it comes to the resolution. So you need a written plan. You don't need just a goal, because a goal without a plan is all it is is a wish. So you need a written plan in terms of how you're going to achieve it. That written plan needs to be relatively detailed, and it needs to be something that you really put out there so you can look at on a regular basis. It might also be part of that plan to achieve that resolution is that you're going to need help. You know, I think oftentimes a mistake that people make is they don't realize that professionals need coaches. They need help. You know, if you think about a professional athlete, whether it's a tennis player or whatever the athlete is, They have not only skills kind of coaches, they have conditioning coaches. In many cases, they have motivational coaches as well. And I guess my question to you is that if you really consider yourself a professional, who is and who are your coaches in this journey, in this process? Number six is I think oftentimes we make the resolution too, too big. It might be, again, in terms of our personal health. It might be in terms of the, the uh, business improvement that we're trying to do. But what you need to do, and I've always loved the term, try not to eat an elephant in one bite. The more that you can take the resolution and break it into little subparts, subparts that have a pattern, just like a journey. First thing I have to do is I have to get in my car and I have to drive to X. Then I have to do this, and then I have to do this, and then I have to do this. Cumulatively, you will achieve the resolution, but you cannot do it in oftentimes one bite. So it's important, I think, that you not look at the resolution in terms of necessarily just where you need to get, just what that goal is, but try to break it into a series of sub-successes or smaller parts and pieces, and you're going to be more likely to be successful. Another uh, element, I think, that people oftentimes fail or succeed in terms of resolutions is what I call burn your bridges. Now, the reality is we're all human beings. One day we're we're handed these curveballs. The next day we're handed a whole series of other issues. It's so easy to get off track when it comes to resolutions. Again, personal and professional resolutions. You know, I read a little story or heard a little talk many, many years ago that talked about in the Civil War, one of the uh, uh, Union troops or Union generals actually sent his troops into a city and crossed over the bridge. You know, what he really wanted was them to be successful. They were actually uh, over-marched in terms of the number of people on the other side. However, what he said was retreat is not an option. You know, you've got to burn the bridge. And I think that visualization is really important when it comes to resolutions. You know, try to burn your bridges. So how do you do that when it comes to resolutions? Well, one of the easiest ways to do that is create a context that won't allow you to go backwards. For example, if, in fact, you need to bring on a certain individual, then create a context that won't allow that. Create the right level of investments in the business that won't allow you to go backwards if, in fact, you know that that's the case. When it comes to your personal health or when it comes to other resolutions, start to tell other people what you resolve to do because that, if not anything else, for pride, you're going to try to have that extra 1% or 2%, so when you're in that red zone, you're going to actually push a little bit harder to actually score. So as you think about your resolutions, also think about, again, not just what they are, what the plan is, the why behind it, but also think about the context that if I can go out and tell enough people I have a lot of pride and trust in that I'm going to do this resolution, they're going to be your cheerleaders, I think, to help you do it. But most importantly, they'll keep you from quitting and giving up. Number eight in the process here that I think is really really important is you've got to monitor now as i've trained and coached many many different folks one of the areas that they oftentimes fall short is they create a resolution or they create a goal they create a good plan they have a good why behind it and then something throws them off track something gets them to a place that they sort of fall short So I encourage in your resolution planning to create a monitoring process to keep you in the lanes, to keep you on track. A good metaphor, I think, for this is to think about flying. Flying an airplane or a pilot flying the airplane from New York to San Francisco he creates a flight plan but more importantly than just a plan he doesn't just sort of put it under the seat of the cockpit what he does is monitor the plan as he's flying along He takes a look at the weather. He listens to air traffic control. He looks at the airspeed as he's moving along. And because he's constantly monitoring, the plane is constantly monitoring that journey, 99.9% of the time they get to location and they get to the location safely and on time. So if you think about it, I think in that context... You know, what is in fact your flight plan? How are you monitoring this progress? So, I encourage if you have a resolution to something and you have a plan to actually build in your schedule, revisiting and monitoring and tweaking and adjusting what you're trying to achieve as you're moving along. Number nine is acting. You know, I think coming out of the gate and getting some momentum with a resolution is probably the hardest thing. Again, whether it's in terms of a personal resolution or a professional resolution. Oftentimes, that first day, that first week is the toughest. Once you can get into the rhythm, then in fact, it not only becomes much easier, but you actually start to see the results. You know, success, I see in different people is a verb, not a noun. It's in the actions that you take. There's so many things that have been said about action that I think you can just keep reminding yourself this. You know, action, intentions without actions equal squat. You know, road to hell is paved by good intentions. You know, I actually even have a friend who up on her windshield of her car has a little sticker that says, I'm a verb. And when I heard that that's what she said on the, on the windshield of her car, I immediately thought about this notion about it's so important, I think, to remind yourself, it's up to you. 99% of the time, the resolutions are not not achievable. They're not unrealistic. It's a question of whether you acted on it or you didn't. And number 10 on my top 10 list is I think when it comes to resolutions, you also want to be fulfilled and make it meaningful when you achieve it. So I'm a big believer, when you're thinking about the resolution, figure out a way that you're going to celebrate when you achieve it. Figure out a way you're going to reward yourself when you achieve it. And I think oftentimes with that celebration, it not only creates a level of fulfillment by achieving different resolutions in your business. It could be, for example, something that you're going to do with a team. It could be you're going to reward yourself with a new vehicle. It could be that you're going to celebrate in different kind of ways in terms of what you're doing with your clients. But I think if you focused on achieving certain resolutions but also – What am I gonna do at the end of this and how am I gonna celebrate at the end of this? The likelihood that you'll be committed to the New Year's or the resolution process is gonna be so, so much better. You're gonna believe in creating resolutions, having the right level of plan, understanding the why behind it, monitoring the progress, and achieving the results. So I wanna thank everybody for Certainly, this has been a great year, 2016. I think we're expecting, I think, some clear runway ahead and some very, very positive things. But take some time. Be resolved to the new year to really making it as great as it can be. Take, every, take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.